Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Monday, November 8th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. So, Chiefs fan, when the NFL schedule came out and you saw the Chiefs were meeting the Packers at Arrowhead this season, would you have taken a victory under any circumstance? You would have. And the Chiefs delivered a 13-7 victory. But the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers because of COVID-19 protocols. I'll remind you that the last time the teams met, the Chiefs didn't have Patrick Mahomes, who was out with a knee injury in a 2019 game. So on Sunday, the Chiefs offense struggled once again, but the defense, and especially the special teams, turned in perhaps their best games of the season as the Chiefs improved to 5-4. and four. The star folks who cover the team talked about it after the game with you on Sportsbeat Live. It's now a Sportsbeat KC podcast. Let's get started. Hey, good evening from Arrowhead Stadium. Welcome to Sportsbeat Live, our Chiefs post-game show with the star crew and with you. Please join us with your questions and comments and talk Chiefs with us. Hey, the Chiefs won. Yes, they did. 13-7 to over the Green Bay Packers. Let me let me ask you this. When you looked at the schedule before the season starts started, would you not have taken that deal, a six-point win over the Green Bay Packers? Um, yes, you would. You absolutely would have. Um, but, of course, the circumstances changed this week, of course, and the Chiefs were not playing against the Aaron Rodgers Packers. They were playing against the Jordan Love Packers. And uh, I, I think a lot of people would uh, would say that this game was a little too close for comfort. And, um, uh, and, and I, I think we can look for, look to one side of the ball for that. So when we are joined by Sam Mellinger, Sam McDowell, Vahe Gregorian, and, uh, Herbie Teope, we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about the, the offense, the defense and the special teams, but, um, until they get here, uh, well, let's, let's, uh, let's talk to you guys and, Todd Bryan weighed in, um, Rodgers equal COVID, Chiefs equal win. Absolutely. I think that sums up the game pretty well. Uh, Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers and, uh, and the Chiefs played defense well enough to keep the Packers out of the end zone for three quarters. Um, Green Bay finally scored in the fourth. And Daniel Bysinger, <laughs> yes, you were right, going to say it, so Sorensen has been terrible, but the offensive play calling much worse. Well, we'll get to the offense in, in a little while, but yeah, the, the Sorensen certainly was uh, was beaten on the play, the the Packers touchdown play in the fourth quarter. There seemed to be a lot of confusion on defense on the, on that play. So, uh, uh, you know, Sorensen was the one that was uh, left with uh, uh, on Alan Lazard, the the wide receiver. And not a good situation for the Chiefs there. Um, Travis I says Tuscaloosa fans would call this a loss. Yes, they, yes, they would. Um, just as they probably did after last night's six-point win over LSU. So uh, it's a good, good point. Um, Larry, hey, good to hear from you, Larry. Larry sends out some love to our um, to our producer Beth Well. She deserves it. Absolutely without a doubt. And Larry says the Chiefs have to learn how to run the ball. Absolutely. They've got to, it, it, it just seemed to me tonight that, uh, especially on that first series, you had seven rushing attempts by the Chiefs. You had um, Daryl Williams with seven rushing attempts. 
double-digit yards on a handful of them until they got down to the shadow of the end zone, and they were stuffed, right? Two two shots from the one got zero yards, and that's when Mahomes threw the, the touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. But they had run the ball effectively to get down there. Uh, then um, and then they needed the, the Mahomes to Kelsey touchdown pass to to finish it up. So after that, the Chiefs uh, did not seem to be interested in running the ball, and um, and so we we got a, a heavy dose of the Chiefs passing game, and that was like uh, a record scratch to me, or, or fingernails on a chalkboard. And, and speaking of fingernails on a chalkboard, here's Sam Mellon. <laughs> Thanks, Blair. Who loves it? <laughs> How you doing, Sam? Good, man. Yeah, let's, let's talk about the offense a little bit. I think that's the probably the, the big takeaway from this game, except, look, the Chiefs won. And like I said earlier, you'd have signed up for a Chiefs victory over the Packers when the schedule came out, wouldn't you? You'd have, you'd have taken it. <laughs> Any victory. Um, yeah, but I think when the schedule came out, you would assume that victory came with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and, and if not Aaron Rodgers, like I get that they're seven or you were seven and one, but that team was terrible tonight. The Packers, I mean, the, um, can't kick a field goal, um, can't stay out of their way in a lot of different ways. So this is, I mean, it sounds weird to say, but kind of another win where I think there's probably a lot of Chiefs fans that are feeling no more confident and maybe even less than they were before kickoff. It's it, the NFL is weird, man. It puts, it puts us through some weird emotions. It does. And look, it was a weird day in the NFL and the weirdness is continuing tonight with the Titans Rams game. But uh, you know, uh, you know, a lot of the team, you know, the Raiders lose to the giants, the Bengals get swamped by the Browns, the, the, Ra- uh, the Ravens almost lose uh, need overtime to beat the Vikings at home. Um, the Bills, what a crazy loss to the, um, you know, to, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Chiefs put themselves in a position to lose this game, uh, darn near, right? I mean, they, they allow the touchdown in the fourth quarter. And then for one possession, uh, since the opener, look, the, the opening possession was, was solid for the Chiefs, the touchdown drive. But for one possession, when they got the ball back with about 450 remaining, that looked like the Chiefs, I remember. Uh, three first down passes from Mahomes, to 22 to Kelsey, nine to McCole Hardman, and then the clincher, the 13-yarder to um, uh, Tyreek Hill with, on the scramble to the right, and he throws back. And all of a sudden, that you know, finally they get a little pressure on him, backs to the wall a little bit, and they responded there. It's just everything in between from the offense. I, so many things that uh, you can point to to – well, I'll just say I'll just say this: season low passing, not only a season low, a Mahomes era low passing yards with 160, uh, Mahomes era uh, total yards low, 237. So, ever since Mahomes became the starter in in 2018, this was the the worst offensive production game that the Chiefs have had, and I kind of think we can agree that. Um, you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers were lined up on the other side, especially the Aaron Rodgers that played here two years ago, uh, this one would not have turned out the way it did. Um, hey, Herbie. Good to see you, man. Hey, Herbie, bring, bring us up to date on what Andy said about uh, uh, about Lucas Niang after the game. 
Yeah, basically, he said he did suffer rib injuries, but, you know, Andrew Wiley went in there and replaced him. Uh, Reed was complimentary of, of Wiley being able to go in there on a pinch. Uh, we do know that Quarterback Legereus Knee, he, uh, he admitted after the game that he did – he was evaluated for, for, for a concussion, but he cleared it. He, he wasn't concerned at all, and the Chiefs weren't concerned because he finished the game. Okay, okay. Greg Hickel, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Greg. Horrible performance. If Rodgers had been playing, Packers would have won 45-13. As far as Sorensen, that missed tackle, yeah, no, that was that – we've, we've seen that. I actually that play was um you know there, there were a couple microcosms I think in this game but that one was one and I know Sorensen's easy to pick on and um you know I, I've taken my turns right but th- that was sort of a collective failure as well Sorensen needs to make that tackle but there was all this confusion before the snap on that one it just didn't look like guys knew where they were supposed to be or who they were supposed to cover or, you know, hell, I don't know, like maybe even what defense or I don't know. It just, that thing looked like a mess. There was the kind of thing where you, if you're watching the Chiefs defense before that snap, you're kind of thinking they're either going to call timeout here or this is going to be really bad. Um, and and there were a few of those. And I, I never really like actually thought that the Chiefs were going to lose this game just because the Packers, I don't think were really capable <laughs> of, of, of winning. Um, but you just want to see some signs, you know, you just want to see um, attacking downfield or being crisp in the intermediate stuff if the other stuff's not there. And I'm left with this kind of feeling about, you know, you, you mentioned that third and 10 play, Blair, you know, after the, the false start by, by Wiley. And that's what the Chiefs used to do. You know, that was sort of a, a, a creative, you know, uh, the, the first read wasn't there. Tyreek was really well covered by uh, Sullivan. Um, I, I think was was the corner on that one, and then just sort of curled on on the second on the second push and, and got the play, and it was like that, you know, because that that would have been an easy punt, you yeah. know, like you know the Chiefs would have won the game if they punted, you know, Jordan Love is not going ninety yards in probably sixty five seconds or so with no timeouts, like that's just not going to happen. Um, but you know, for them to do it like that and win it like that, you just kind of left. I don't know, maybe that that's the first time they've looked like the Chiefs in a really long time. You know, like yeah. in in a big moment. So who knows? Maybe that's something. And Vahe has joined us. What's up, Vahe? How you doing, guys? Good to see you. Good to see you. Look, we can we, we should tear apart the offense. It was a, it was just a bad game, and we're trying to come up with explanations for what's going on. Why the doesn't seem to be in rhythm? The passing game, no rhythm. Mahomes uh, overlooking, you know, Travis Kelsey open 15 yards downfield to throw, you know, 50 yards to Tyreek Hill, and he overthrows him there. Nicole Hardman dropping a pass, Travis Kelsey dropping a pass. There's so many just uh, – there's mis- miscommunication, errors, mental mistakes. I just – it's just really hard to fathom – what this offense is is doing right now. You know, they've scored 36 points in three games, right? So three against Tennessee, 20, and then 13 tonight. That was a game for the Chiefs the first couple years of Mahomes as a starter. And they're just – it's just not getting any better. Packers, look, they they didn't have their quarterback, but they had their defense. And you got to give them some credit for that. But 
I don't know, Herbie, what do you think? What's, what, what was, what was off kilter on this offense for you? Everything. Look, we're all sitting up in the press box, and Blair, you and I are always looking down there, and we're seeing safeties playing 15 to 20 yards, sometimes 25 yards on line of scrimmage. And you got to be able to beat it. And it seems like they were committed to running the football here because that is a, a nice way to beat safeties that are deep in the box. You pointed out last week you take advantage when it's 11 on 9 near the line of scrimmage. And it seemed like the Chiefs were doing that. But then all of a sudden you start seeing these passes that just had no sync whatsoever. Uh, outside of with Tyreek Hill late in the game to effectively seal it. Uh, Hill and Mahomes just had nothing going on there. You know, I think it was like he was targeted 11 times and only caught four passes. So I, don't, I don't know what is going on there. Mahomes hasn't uh, posted a passer rating above 91 in four straight games. We've seen this guy in the hundreds. But he's posting like 70s and the 60s, you know, 80s. This isn't the Mahomes we're used to seeing. Yeah, what do you think, Vahe? We, we spent a lot of time during the game talking about it. And didn't the, I think the Chiefs opened the second half with four straight punts, right? I mean, just a couple of them were three and outs and, and punting the ball. And it's, it's new week, same story. Sorry. It is, and what, what really stands out to me is all the other things we're talking about, it's Patrick's decision-making. And Sam McDowell asked, uh, asked Patrick um, about one specific play that really stood out to us up in, the press con- uh, up in the press box. And it was when he threw deep down the right sideline to, I guess it was McCall Hardman, and Travis Kelsey was open for 20 to 25 yards in the middle of the field. Patrick's answer um, – was, was really about risk-reward. But I, I'll have to look at that play again, but I don't think, I don't think that that pass was, was really had any percentage to it. It was, it was just, let me just throw it and see what happens. Whereas Kelsey was obviously wide open, and 20 to 25 yards is nothing to um, you know, shrug your shoulders at. I mean, that, that, that's the play you take every time. It, 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 the, the answer was... Uh, as Sam and I were discussing, was was kind of revealing about where Patrick's mind is on this. And I feel like there were 10 plays easily today where you, you had to look look at what he decided to do and and found it kind of baffling. At least, at least I did. Sam McDowell's joined us. Pick it up there, Sam. What did um, uh, uh, what, what what prompted you to ask the question and what surprised you about Mahomes' answer? Well, I, I mean, just uh, I think all of us in the press box saw that Travis Kelsey was wide open on that play. And for a while, it wasn't a split second. Um, so the reason I asked was I was curious if he just didn't see him or if he chose to go to the guy that we all thought was a lot more covered, but 40 yards further downfield. Um, and he acknowledged that he did see that Kelsey was open, but but took a shot. And the reason I think it's revealing and Vi alluded to it is because this team isn't getting many deep shots. And I think that's playing into his head that there's not a lot of opportunities for him. And therefore, one that looks to be a little bit more covered than maybe it was in past seasons, he's got to take it because that's as good as it's going to get for him. Hmm. Wasn't close to being completed. I, I didn't think. And there was uh, the, the two – how many – did he take three shots or was it two to Tyreek Hill? It seems like there was maybe one to Hardman 
and two to Hill, or maybe I have that backwards, but maybe three shots. And, and I didn't, I didn't see any of them close to landing. Well, the, the other one was from the five yard line and I, I, I'd have to look at, look at it again, but I, I thought he just overthrew Tyreek Hill or he threw it at a funny time. It, it Tyreek Hill broke open. Yeah. Yeah. Tyreek broke open immediately. Um, Vi, you made that point as we're watching the game, but I thought he could have thrown that pass sooner so that the safety wasn't a factor. What, what's, what's interesting about that play is we've so often talked about the fact that they're facing these two safety defenses. Um, on that particular play, the Packers only had one safety. Um, another reason why when Tyree Hill runs off the line of scrimmage, the Chiefs just happened to call a fly route against us. So, I mean, they had the perfect route against the defense they saw. And I, I do wonder that, – that's one play I'd, I'd certainly like to watch again before just outright stating this. But I do wonder if he throws it earlier, maybe he's got a better lane there. There was another one, too. Um, I, I can't remember the situation. I want to say it was in the third quarter where he had Jarek McKinnon open in the flat. Um, on, and it was a third down and, and maybe a third and ten. And he, he went somewhere else and it wasn't close. But I think if he goes to McKinnon in the flat, there's nobody there. And and and, and that's a first down. So, you know, it is it, – it's just it, – it's absolutely frustrating to watch this offense, know what it has been and understand who they have with, as, as you pointed out, Sam McDowell, while during the game in a uh, course of a conversation, fixing the biggest issue that they had in the off season, the offensive line. I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but it's certainly rated a, among the top 10 in the NFL. And, um, and, and even with the injury today to, uh, to, to Lucas Niang and Andrew Wiley have to, having to play, I thought the offensive line still protected Mahomes pretty well today. Didn't you, Herbie? Yeah. Go back to what everybody's point there. When you look at this offense, they only recorded two uh, explosive plays, plays of 20 yards or more. This is two. So, you know, when we talk about some of their issues, I think he's getting the protection, uh, but the, the Deep pass is just not there. The Packers are pretty stout against the pass. We knew that. They entered this game of rank six against the pass. But you've got to be able to take what's there. And I just don't think he's – you pointed out McKinnon being open. McDowell and Vahe pointed out uh, Travis Kelsey wide open down the field. He ran for 20-plus yards there. But he, he decided to go deep, and it's just not there. You know, even with name go Going down and while you have them come in, I thought they did a pretty good job. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. 
your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Okay, I think uh, Jason Con- Collinsworth is speaking to all you guys. I think we're going a little overboard in critiquing uh, every play that Mahomes makes. This would have been a huge win in the Alex Smith era. That's for you, Sam Mellinger. Um, take that. <laughs> Look, like, <laughs> is that the standard? <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to be good enough to get your heart broken in the playoffs because we can go back there. But I think, it's, a, it's available. Yeah, I think the previous 50 years of existence made it pretty clear that Chiefs fans do not want to go back there. Yeah, but what did I say with you? What did I say to you with about six minutes to go? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to steal your line, man. Go ahead. No, man, it was starting. It was starting to feel like a Chiefs playoff game with the way this thing was going, man. Um, Chiefs could not score. Green Bay finally got a little drive together for a touchdown and this thing had 14 13 written all over it on a final you know final touchdown heartbreak defensive back falls down and you know and lazard or somebody goes into the end zone for just a a forward progress call away from (laughs) really the the wheels coming straight (laughs) off that's (laughs) That's right a jordan love pass to himself or something you know (laughs) something like that But it didn't happen, and it didn't happen because, uh, as we said earlier, the Chiefs' offense played really well. The four-minute offense delivered at the end, and we haven't haven't spent enough time on this. The defense played terrific. Uh, You can't expect a seven-point Packer production if Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback, but he wasn't. So the Chiefs defended who who, who they were assigned, and that was Jordan Love today. And I thought Steve Spagnolo called a great game. He brought, uh, you know, zero blitzes, um, uh, you know, sent the, you know, released the hounds is what he did today. And, uh, um, and, 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 and they came and pressured Jordan Love and, and the Packers did not have an answer for that. So I am um, between the Giants game and this game uh, and, and, and Frank Clark said it afterwards it, Seems to take about a half a season for the Chiefs' defense to get together. We'll we'll see when they play Derek Carr in in uh, in Vegas next week. Uh, uh, a motivated Raiders team that lost to the Giants today. We'll we'll see if this defense has really improved. But uh, they've had a couple of games to kind of get their confidence back, and um, and and maybe maybe that's starting to happen a little bit. Sam McDowell, did you see much from uh, Melvin Ingram today? Yeah, I mean, the first play, he was on the field. We saw something from him. Um, and I think that was that's the bigger theme is that, you know, d- despite the fact that the quarterback play they, they saw today is is not what they're going to see for the rest of the season, um, the pass rush was there. And that, that's what we haven't seen for – I mean, the, the Chiefs are tied for second to last in sacks going into this game. Only the Falcons had – the Falcons had fewer. They had 10. The Chiefs had 11. Um but the pass rush has been there for two straight weeks. And part of that is because um, you mentioned it, but C. Spagnuolo is dialing up more blitzes. And I wonder if he saw something today that he could use in, in further games. You know, what was interesting is during the, during the week, he's somebody asked him, you know, is this, is, you know, do, 
Do you just throw the house at a rookie quarterback all the time? And of course, no defensive coordinator is going to give away this game plan. But he said, well, that's not really how it works anymore. You know, these these guys come into the league and this guy's already played a year. It's just different. Um, but that's exactly what he did today. I mean, he just pressured and pressured and pressured. Um, but also, you know, Frank Clark's winning more. Chris Jones is back at the spot that he's actually good at. Um, and Melvin Ingram, I did seem, I, I thought he seemed like a worthwhile addition. So if the pass rush can can play like it has the last two weeks, it masks a lot of problems on on the back end. Um, but also speaking of the back end, a guy that we haven't mentioned, and I'm shocked that Sam Mellinger hasn't mentioned him, um, but Charvarius Ward's addition the past couple of weeks and then coming back from injury, I think it's been pretty big too. Well, it's filled out that secondary, hasn't it? Um, Fenton comes on as, um, you know, in, in sub packages. So, um, and, and Legeria Sneed had the interception today, which was good great to game. see. Yeah. Sneed had a great game. Yep. Uh, this was uh, the first time since the opener that the Chiefs finished with the advantage in turnover ratio. Um, they had been even a couple of games, but had been out turnovered in, in several. And, and to your point, Sam, about the pressure and, and the, um, uh, the blitzing that the Chiefs did today, when they blitzed, Jordan Love was 6 for 17 for 30 yards, and when they didn't blitz, he was 13 of 17 for 160 yards. So uh, well done on Spagnolo's part to, uh, to, to bring the pressure. We have not talked about special teams, and we don't usually talk about special teams unless you know, Harrison Bucker comes on to, to win a game with a long field goal like he did in L.A. last year. But overall, I thought this was the best game that the Chiefs special teams had all year and was pretty instrumental in, um, in, in this victory today. I made the start of the game, um, Tommy Townsend, the punter. <laughs> he you know, six, six kicks. You don't want to see him punting six times, but he had about a 57-yard average. Two of the punts uh, that he had was, uh, were muffed, and one was recovered by the Chiefs that set up uh, Butker's field goal at the end of the first half. Uh, Alex Okafor blocked a field goal. So all in all, just a, an excellent game by Dave Tobe's squad. And I don't think the Chiefs win without special teams playing as well as they do. You, you agree, uh, Herbie? Well, I, I agree emphatically. You know, you would use Okafor's big play. Uh, Chris Mons, under butter, uh, down in the ball down there. And, you know, Bucker. Can't take away two field goals from him. One coming from fifty-five yards. You know, if special teams doesn't have the game they had today, then you're absolutely correct. The Chiefs don't win this game. The special teams won today for the Chiefs. Just to add to that, Blair, the the field position was unbelievable. I mean, other than when the Chiefs went for it on uh, fourth down and and didn't convert, other than that, the the, the Packers never started until the end of the game. They never started till uh, from beyond their own 25 and four times inside the, the, tw the 15. like yeah. The 15. Yeah. Yeah. Like the two, the eight, the 12, the 15, something like that. Yeah. Great game by Tommy Townsend. So uh, Todd Bryan asked where, where was Nick Bolton today? Uh, the return of Anthony Hitchens affected Nick Bolton's uh, snaps. I think when, when Herbie does the, um, the snap counts tomorrow morning. I think we'll see that uh, Bolton's will have played less because Hitchens played more. He had the, you know, he was calling the the defensive plays with the green dot on his helmet. So um, I think that's what um, that's what happened to Nick Bolton today. I thought Willie Gay played well, uh, especially early on. 
really nice game. As, as you mentioned, Sneed, good game for Sneed. And I don't, I, except for the Sorensen play at the end, you know, the, 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 the touchdown that opened the door for the touchdown. Um, I, I just thought it was a great overall game by, by the chiefs defense. And, um, and, and uh, that, that is a, that is a good sign. So chiefs win this thing 13 to seven, they go to the LA, <laughs> LA, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders next uh, week for Sunday night football and have the, t- Melly, I'll ask you, do you have the Chiefs picked up enough momentum these last couple of weeks to feel good about kind of the, 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 the direction they're headed in? Or is this you know, a little bit of fool's gold and false confidence based on who they played? I think the answer is still incomplete. Like, I, I don't think that they've done enough to feel good about themselves. But the rest of the AFC is just <laughs> not really – creating much of a gap you know i mean they're they're giving the chiefs a long time to get this figured out and i I still lean toward this group of people like this group of 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 talent you know with the players and and the coaches i think they'll get it figured out um but it's been a hell of a lot longer than i ever would have expected but i just um you know god they're five and four and and they're and, and they just won this game that was the start of this three game. And I, I get Rogers. Like I understand that Aaron Rodgers is a, a better quarterback than Jordan Love. Um, but this was the stretch that I think a lot of us thought was going to, you know, go a long way to defining the season and they won. And now they're going to play a team that, like you said, Blair, just, I mean, as, as, as much as a lot of us were unimpressed by the chiefs beating the giants last week, they beat the giants <laughs> last week. <laughs> And the team that they're about to play did not beat the Giants. So it's just, you know, um, <laughs> just Adam Teicher. I just, this is in my head. Adam Teicher, like when I first started covering the NFL, uh, we were talking about the the Chiefs upcoming game. And I was like, oh, the Chiefs are going to lose. You know, the you know whoever they were playing, they're going to win. And Teicher, I won't say the exact word that he said, but he goes, never underestimate the crappiness of the other team. <laughs> I feel like we're seeing there's a lot that can go wrong in NFL games. And like, it's sort of, you know, the ceiling is coming down and and the chiefs they're they're right there. If they can figure it out. I think the Buffalo bills proved that today. (laughs) That was, that was a stunning, a stunning outcome. So, um, okay. So we'll, we'll leave it here and uh, we will work on getting Herbie's audio fixed. Thanks for pointing that out. You guys. And it's funny, it did work last week. We had some problems with it today. Thanks for sticking uh, with us uh, through that. I will say good evening to Sam Mellinger, Vahe Gregorian, Herbie Teope, and Sam McDowell, and especially to Beth Welsh, who stayed up to produce the show tonight. We are back. And Herbie, unless I see you shake your head like this, we'll be back on Friday uh, morning (laughs) to... Uh, to bring you our uh, Sports Beat Live pregame show, and we will talk to you then. Thanks for joining us tonight. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sports Beat KC production staff of Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Tip of the cap to Herbie Teope, Sam McDowell, Vahe Gregorian, and Sam Mellinger for talking Chiefs. Links to their stories can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, let's talk about the morning sports edition. If you're not seeing it, you're really missing out. 
on KansasCity.com, go to the Star's E-Edition. That's a replica of the printed newspaper on your screen that comes with your digital subscription. Well, now there's an updated sports section produced separately that goes along with it. When you open the E-Edition, there's a box in the upper right-hand corner that says All Editions. Click on that and you can access about 15 to 60 pages of sports every day. You can also get it through an email. I do, and it's there by about 6 a.m. every morning. However you see it, you know what I'm talking about. It is complete coverage of the previous day's sports, news, features, analysis, statistics, everything. It's fantastic. Hey, thanks for reading The Star and listening to our podcast lineup. You're helping support the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City, and we couldn't produce programs like Sportsbeat KC without you. We'll be back on Tuesday with another episode. Hope you'll tune in then.